Support for today's show is brought to you by Skydance Mountain, offering creative services for creatives. Need an inspiring website, graphic design, professional podcast, audio production, or other creative content? Go to www.skydancemountain.com for all your creative needs. Welcome to Mountain Zen Den, the place to connect with nature for personal growth and simplicity in your life, naturally. Hey, I'm really glad you've chosen to be here today. You are not going to be disappointed. In fact, when it comes to nature and mindfulness in today's show, the sky is the limit. So what are you waiting for? Come on in. Actually, let's go back outside. Hey there, this is Brett, and I am energized and excited to be bringing you the best 10 minutes of your day. I just returned from the best half hour of my day on Lion Gulch Trail, not far from Rocky Mountain National Park. It had actually been washed out in a flood back in 2013, and uh, it's just recently been restored, and man, it was just amazing. It's a part of the Roosevelt National Forest, and it's so named after the not-so-little kitties, also known as cougars, that inhabit much of Rocky Mountains. If you're ever in the area of Estes Park, come check out the Lion Gulch Trail. While I was up there, I just took about 15 minutes to plant myself in between two boulders and just stare up at the sky overhead. And because I was over 7,000 feet above sea level, closer to the clouds, they appeared to be moving way faster than if I had been down on the plains. Interesting phenomenon. When I first stared intently at the cloudless part of the sky that had only blue, I saw all sorts of interesting things I had never noticed before. And then I realized they were just floaties in my eyes. You ever notice that? They can drive you crazy if, if you focus on it. Makes you want to run for the eye drops. Sort of the same thing happens when everything is extremely quiet and all you can hear is the silence buzzing in your ears. Either way, it's kind of a cool phenomenon. and It should be experienced from time to time because that means you've had a little bit of solitude and time to notice what's going on around you or inside of you. Anyway, that's not really the point. How do I get so off track? This is a show about mindfulness, you know? Oh yeah. Okay, so on your journey to becoming a mindful naturalist, you'll begin to increase your powers of observation of the beauties and wonders of the natural world all around you. You find yourself noticing things you hadn't noticed before and becoming keenly aware of the details of your environment and the whole universe at its core. For instance, what is the sky doing right now? What is it telling you about the coming weather and what the day holds as far as the details of the weather, the temperature and the wind? How are the birds and other creatures and even people responding to what's happening right this minute, outside? Learning to listen and then to raise your gaze gives not only clues about the weather and the season, but it can lift your spirits and energy while enhancing your passion for life at the same time. When you begin to notice and actively observe the sky, your world takes on a whole new richness. Colors become more vivid and you see and understand hues and subtle variations in the colors and shades and patterns you never even noticed before. The sky has so many things to teach us. When asked, what color is the sky? Most people respond, blue. But it's sort of a trick question depending on the time of day, the season, the weather, (laughs) and even what planet you're standing on. For instance, if you were standing on the moon, what color would the sky be? You mean the moon's sky or the earth's sky? Kind of gets you thinking, doesn't it? From the moon, 
where there is no atmosphere to trap in the gases that scatter the light, creating what our brains interpret as blue, the sky is black and starry, both during the day and at nighttime. Personally, I haven't been there yet, but I've seen pictures, and, and you have too. This is really cool. All of the colors have their own wavelength, creating a wonderful array of hues and shades of blue. But the sky can also be yellow, orange, pink, purple and white, and all the variety of shades in between. Again, a result of differing wavelengths. Even when there are no clouds in the sky, the colors are anything but uniform, offering a variety of colors, but ranging mostly from blue to white. If you happen to live in a location where you can see the horizon, like out west here, on a clear day you'll notice that the sky directly overhead can be a deep blue. But as your eyes follow it to the horizon, it eventually turns almost white. In fact, the sky at the horizon is never completely blue. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's always a little white hue to it. Not only that, but the color of the sky is never uniform or just one hue. This is because a variety of hues are created by the atmosphere scattering light in all directions. The thinner the atmosphere, the darker the sky because the light is less scattered. Another helpful observation you can make in understanding how clean the air is, is to note how blue the sky is. This is cool. The bluer the sky, the purer the air. It's because the purest air contains mostly gases and few particles. When large particles are suspended in the air, such as smoke and ash and smog, dust and other minute debris, it changes the way the light scatters and creates a spectrum of new hues other than blue. Cool stuff, huh? Well, we could talk about stars and clouds and rainbows and a whole universe of fascinating things to know, but we gotta save something for later. So, without giving too much away in this episode... This is Skywatching 101 after all. We'll cover more about the sky in upcoming episodes and then have you do some observing of your own in the context of a meditation exercise. Of course, this could be your specialty and you may be way more advanced in your knowledge and understanding of all things celestial, in which case I would love to hear from you so I could learn more. So now, no matter what your level in skywatching, we're going to take a few minutes just to think sky and expand our minds. So get yourself in a comfortable, yet alert position. If you can sit or lay on your back where you can see the sky, all the better. In fact, I did this on the trampoline in our backyard earlier this morning. It was amazing. Now, take three deep cleansing breaths to help you relax and to focus. As you stare at the sky, or think about it, imagine that it is lifting you up and drawing you higher and higher towards itself. Its spaciousness absorbs your soul into itself, and its vast blue expanse gives you an incredible and unexplainable feeling of peace. You feel your breath slowly rise and fall as your heart rate lowers. The sky's deep blue majesty brings you a bliss and tranquility you never dreamed was possible. Now, just relax and allow your mind to be pure like the deep, deepest sky overhead. While you're here, thoughts may come and go, but just allow them to float on by like the clouds overhead. 
And as they do, you are at peace. Slowly allow yourself to be lowered back to the earth where your joy and sense of peace follow you the rest of the day. Good job. As you go throughout your day, watch for opportunities to raise your gaze and do more nature observations. This exercise was just an example and a bit of motivation to help get you started. I think you'll find that as you continue to do these mindfulness exercises consistently, they'll have a huge payoff in the long run. They will help you be healthier, happier and overall a more creative, productive human being. So keep up the good work. So here's our quote for the day, and it's by Abe Lincoln. I love it. He says, if I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend six hours sharpening my axe. Wow, that's a good one. And you just spent 10 minutes sharpening your axe today. Good job. Man, I really enjoyed being here with you today and look forward to seeing you again in another upcoming show. I don't want you to forget, Life is a gift, nature's a gift, and you are a gift back to the world. See you again soon.